Hey guys, this is Kevin and Aisha Shelton with the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Where we navigate partnership, prosperity, and parenthood. Hey guys, this is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to Marriage and Real Estate. Hey. Hey. Okay, so we're sitting here with Sukena Regeni. Hi guys. Did I get it right? You got it perfectly well. Okay, good. All right. That works. We don't get an introduction or nothing. You just had to get that name right. I like, did, or else it <laughs> would have just jumped I in. Like, all right, now give the full introduction. Who me? Yeah, you you introduced her into my life, so please. I did, and talk about how we got started. Okay. How we met? How did we? How did we? How did we meet you? First, we should talk about. We don't even know what you do, but we're going to talk about how. <laughs> yeah, we're going to jump into it. How we met you? So. If my memory serves me correctly, and <laughs> it doesn't, y'all know it doesn't. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell a very short version of it. A friend of ours recommended her. Um, she had a great experience, and yes, okay, I remember now. Okay, go. <laughs> Witness, Fern. Yes. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, good friend of ours had an amazing experience, and uh, recommended to Aisha. And then Aisha raved about, uh, and let's talk about what we're talking about, getting a Chi Man reading. Yeah, it was a Chi Man and Vatsi reading, which is like Chinese metaphysics, Chinese astrology. There we go. There we go. So what that sounded like to me when I initially heard it (laughs) was like tarot card devil worship stuff. Hmm. And I was like, I ain't doing all that. And then Aisha was like, no, it's really great. You should do it. No, Kevin said he wouldn't do it. And I said, fine, I'll do it. Because remember, initially, Mm -hmm. it was the two of us. And I said, fine, I'll do it. And if I like it, I'll tell you how my experience goes. I just always think about uh, Skeleton Key, the movie with, uh, what's the name's daughter? Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's about voodoo and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And fortune telling and all that kind of jazz. It's kind of scary. I totally get it. Yeah. I don't, but this isn't like fortune. No, not at all. That's what, that's what's so great about it. But that is what people's initial response is, right? They're like, oh, you're going to tell me when I'm going to die. And I'm like, no, I really won't. I really don't know. (laughs) Not that powerful or psychic. So we'll let you tell us, um, what it is. But anyway, Kevin was, was a skeptic. I was excited when I heard Mm -hmm. uh, Fern talk about it. And then, um, I wanted to do it and she recommended it. She highly recommended that I do it. And then Kevin was a skeptic and I said, well, just let me do it and I'll share my results. And he was excited about what I shared. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, do me. Yeah. And then I had an amazing conversation with you and I get all the feels. So I was I'm like, so oh, we got to have you on the podcast. And then you agreed. So yay. Yeah. No, I'm so happy to be here guys. This is a very flattering, very humbling, flattering. Oh, humbling. And we are super, uh, super mm-hmm. ain't nobody. So please. No, but seriously, have you seen this podcast? It's like total legit. All it's right. amazing. Well, I'll take it. I'm going to take it. Uh, <laughs> LP, you mark that. You edit that. You put that in a loop. Okay. Put so, that on a, on a clip. <laughs> if you could give the people an overview of your amazing, uh, I was going to say powers, but. Wow. <laughs> don't call it powers. Don't call it powers. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know what you call it. Amazing ability. Ability, in addition to your other businesses, and just kind of give them an overview of your amazingness. Sure. So um, I am 
a serial entrepreneur, I think by nature. Um, but a few years ago, I actually had a Batsi and Shimon reading myself by some woman in Dubai. And I was referred by a friend as well who was like, Sukaina, this changed my life. And you know, you do get that same vibe. You're like, I don't want someone to read my fortune. I'm a smart, intelligent person. I got my shit down. I don't really need this. And then you're just, you know, you go through life. Like mm -hmm. the ebbs and flows happen. And sometimes you're in a bit of a valley and you're like, I don't know. I just feel lost. I feel like something's missing. I feel like I'm maybe not on the right path. I'm not sure. Um, and so for me, I decided to go ahead and get that reading. And I was like, God, I wish I did this years ago. Mm -hmm. And a big part of the reason for that was because Batsi and Chiman is very much like giving you a blueprint. It's like a blueprint, your manual of what it was, what you are when you're born. So it tells you your strengths, your weaknesses, your hidden talents. It tells you like what type, like what your personality is like in relationships, what you're like in real life with your friends, what you're like just innately. And I think once we can actually understand that, we can use that information then to play our blueprint out or our cards. It'd be like someone giving you your cards and be like, they're face up. Now it's your turn to play them. So I think it's just really cool. And I think we spend our lives going through experiences to really figure ourselves out, right? Like mm -hmm. that's why we go through stuff. Cause we're like, oh, let me try this. No, I'm not really good at that. Oh, let me try that. And we kind of dabble and we spend our lives figuring out. But if we could figure out what we're good at earlier, I mean, especially in the world we live in today, we like to like maximize like mm -hmm. life and time. And we're all like, ambitious go-getters we don't want to waste time trying to figure stuff out yes. so i loved it from that aspect right because i'm very type a i'm someone who like is fast moving we're also, very similar yeah mm -hmm. and i want the information i want to do it and then i want to move on like and that's what i loved about it so i got my reading started like going down a more of a spiritual journey and then from there i just kind of rabbit holed like during covid i was like what is this stuff like let me learn more and so i found this guy in malaysia who's apparently like the master like teacher and there was like a random 500 dollars three-day workshop oh man. and i was like you know should i take it should i not like am i dabbling in more crap i mean you know because i <laughs> feel like i'm all over the place and so I actually screenshotted it and sent it to that woman who did my Batsy reading. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, I found this. And I don't like, what do you think? And she's like, that's my mentor. That's who I like, trained under for 10 years. Like, how did you really? find him? And mm -hmm. I'm like, it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. So she's like, do it. Like, I have a lot of healing in my chart. Like, that's kind of, I'm all about like inspiring people, influencing people, educating people, all of that fun stuff. And so she's like, you know, it might be right up your alley. So try it. If you like it, great. If you don't, you lost 500 bucks. And she's like, usually his classes are like 10 grand plus. And I was really? like, okay, cool. Interesting. So I did the three day class and it was like Singapore time, which by the way, guys was like 11 o'clock So you had to go. No, yeah. I luckily was during COVID. So he was doing it online. Others, I would have had to go. So that's uh -huh. the other like divine, like. And that's why it wasn't 10 grand. Yeah, and yes. it was like he was, yes. I think, teasing people with this new online forum that he was starting, right? And so I did the three days, and I was like, this is amazing. But it was like 12 p.m. or 11 p.m. to like 5 a.m. our time. Like, oh, wow. I was up three nights straight, and um, I, like, was obsessed with it. So, of course, I signed up for the next class, which was far more expensive, and then the next class, and then the next <laughs> class. So here I was now spending multiple days a week up at weird, like, Malaysia, Singapore times, and then the pre-recorded classes I could do whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I did the classes, and then slowly I was like, let me start doing my friends' charts. Like, that's how it started. Um, and I would do these readings for my friends, and then that led to someone else that led to someone else, and, like, lo and behold, here I am, and... I get booked up quite a bit now, which is awesome. But I also use this now as part of my like personal development coaching and my business coaching, because I feel like it is a blueprint for people. Like let's mm -hmm. use that as a foundation mm -hmm. and then we can build on that business wise or personal life wise or whatever. So it's actually worked really well as a really good foundation. So 
you know, I know it sounds hokey pokey sometimes, but I really do think it's a great foundation. The one thing about it is it didn't feel hokey pokey at all. Like it didn't feel that way. And I'm a big skeptic of anything that seemed out of the the norm or whatever. I'm like, don't invite stuff into my spirits. We talked about right. that. I was like, Absolutely. hey, I don't want the parts of it. It was very straightforward. It was it was very innate, like you were saying. It was here's your natural skill set, here's mm -hmm. the best way to play your hand, and that's what I really liked about it. And when Aisha gave me her, she had like pages of notes. Yeah. And I, even when we first started talking, I was like, oh yeah, I know a lot of stuff. And then once you got really into it, I was like, oh, let me take yeah. these notes. But so you, you totally hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of stuff that you innately know about mm -hmm. yourself, but having someone tell it to you again or tell it to you in a different way, sometimes you're just in a mode to receive differently when mm -hmm. the time is right. And I think that was a big part of it, I think, for you. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's also because I'm type A and I'm not super like woo-woo, so I'm like, we're gonna lay this out like very logically. Like, how can we make use of this information? And then, of course, there's a spiritual component, mm -hmm. which we talked about. Um, and I think that spiritual component is up to you. Like, how much of that do you really want to get into? You know, how much into the law of attraction or the universe or God or whatever are you into, into believing and trusting and surrendering? And if you're into that and you want to manifest your best life, well, we can do that too, yeah. right? And see, we're very much into that. Uh, I think it's the the gimmicky stuff that we're we're scared of or skeptical avoid. Of. Skeptical, uh, skeptical, and just don't dabble, right? Yeah. Well, and that's fair. And I think especially in the last, I think, few years, like those terms have become so sexy and a little bit mm -hmm. like too used, right? Like yeah. manifest your best life, <laughs> like just think it, like you know, just go buy the, the purse. Secret. <laughs> or like just put a picture of a Ferrari on the wall and you'll get a Ferrari. And I'm like, okay, that's not how it works, but. You know, I think that it has become a lot like, I mean, I don't commercialized, mm -hmm. sexified. And mm -hmm. I think that people are like losing the connection to it. And that's what we're missing is the connection. And it's so funny because there was nothing in everything that you told me that you were like, do this and you get a million dollars. Like it wasn't it wasn't anywhere involved. I think in it was more like confirmation. It was yeah. very affirming. And I feel like there's things that you know about yourself or that you feel like you do well. And then to have a complete stranger say, you do this really well and you do this really well and you really struggle in this place. And I was like, yeah, 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 I do. Like, wait, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> and so that was extremely affirming in the areas that were my strengths, but also in the areas that I have challenges in for you to say, you think that you need to, and I'll give y'all an example. One of the things that I remember, okay, there was a lot of stuff and I had to write it down because y'all know I don't remember stuff. But one of the things that I remember that really stuck with me was that you said I was, um, that I think I'm supposed to focus. Like I'm always struggling trying to focus. And that is totally me. I'm like, oh, I can't focus. And she said, you, you're not supposed to focus. One of your skill sets is to be able to have lots of ideas, and I do. So if you look at my Google Chrome, you'll see plenty of open tabs. More she like has forty-seven pages. Open, okay, 47. lots of open tabs in two different on my, windows in my Gmail. But that's because things occur to me like this, and then I jump from this to this to that, and I don't get as much done as I would like to. Right, um, and then you told me that. I'm supposed to do that. Right, like not all of us need to like focus on one thing. Like you're a multi-dimensional thinker mm -hmm. and I think that's a beautiful thing. A lot of people can't do that. So your goal should not be to focus on one thing. It should be just to prioritize. prioritize. Like what needs to get done now? Let me take care of that and move on to the next thing. Like it doesn't have to be like, I need to like take this task to completion and then move on. No, like you have the ability of very few people where you can do multiple things. So mm -hmm. why not do that? Yeah, so that was, that was cathartic for me. That was just like my, uh -huh. I've been spending all this time trying to focus and 
failing it, and it truly was and a, prioritizing. It was like your your light bulb went off. It did. You were like, oh my god, like, absolutely. I'm not ADD. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's it. And I think you're absolutely right. Like with the weaknesses and the strengths, I, I one of the things I do like to focus on is that. Sure, everybody has weaknesses, but do we really want to spend all our time trying to fix these weaknesses so now we're just like kind of like everything's equal or should we just take our strengths and freaking run with them, right? And, that, yeah. and I think that that's something that we kind of forget as humans and also what we've been taught. Like, oh, what aren't we good at? Let's get better at that. No, sometimes you don't need to get better at it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need to take what you're good at and run with it. Play and to your strengths, yeah. Totally. I say that all the time. Like, I we used to fight about it because I'd say stop trying to like do things that aren't your strength. Cause she tried to do an area of business that wasn't a focus on. Let me try this. No, play to your strengths, and then you win. If you don't play to your strengths, like you just chase your tail. Absolutely, and you stay stagnant. It's because you're not really moving, right? You're not like excelling. You're just kind of like evening out the like your strength level, and I just it's a waste of time, and you're just turning your wheels and not really getting anywhere. So, agreed. Yeah, I hope that. I mean, it makes me happy that you took that away from it. Yeah. When no, you totally. when you first got your reading, your first reading. Mm -hmm. Um, what areas in your life did, were you, I guess, exposed to or different things? Like how did it occur to you and then how did you apply it? Right. Okay. So some of my key takeaways in my reading were that I actually am not a strong entrepreneur by nature, really? which is to me, I was like, cause this lady knew nothing but about you're a me, serial right? Serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Like she knows my name and my date of birth and my time of birth. Like that's all she knew. So here she was, she's like, yeah, you know, you're not the strongest here. And I'm like, well, excuse me. Like, I'm a few <laughs> businesses, and, businesses and they're, they're pretty successful lady. But she was like, but when we talked about it further, it was true. Like me working for someone is definitely the path of least resistance. I could work for someone makes some really great money. Um, versus being an entrepreneur is definitely the harder path, but it was a path that I chose. Well, now if I'm going to choose that, let's look at the other strengths that I have. And the thing that makes me a great entrepreneur really is my discipline. My discipline was really high in my chart. Huh. And so it was like, I was able to be like, okay, I can do this. What I had to learn was I suck at delegating. Okay. That was something I wasn't really good at. The other thing that we realized about me was that in my chart, there's this area of like emptiness and that emptiness meant that I was like grasping at things. And maybe that's why I also started a gazillion businesses. Cause I was trying to fill a void. Right. Huh. And so for me, even when I started this, like reading and business coaching, I was like, am I filling a void? Like, am I, <laughs> am I just doing what she told me I do, you know? Um, and so I had to really get introspective and be like, what do I want long-term? Like, what do, what, what do I want to fill the space with? What am I really lacking? And I had to go pretty deep on that. And I think that I still think about it on a very regular basis before now spending time investing time and investing money in different projects. I'm like, is this really what I want to do? Because it's so easy to be busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Busyness has actually, I think, become like the biggest curse of our generation. What did the real estate coach call it? Uh, not not busy work. What did it call it? Oh, fake work. Fake work. Fake work. For yeah. sure. And that's the thing. We take pride in being so busy. busy. But, like, mm -hmm. why don't we actually be, like, effective with our busyness, you know? And so that was something that I learned from my chart. I also learned that I'm really stubborn in relationships. And so I was like, oh, that's how I sabotage stuff. <laughs> um, and so just little things like that where I was like, okay, like, this is what I do that probably pushes people away. This is probably how I need to be with my employees. This is what I need. It, those were probably my big takeaways. Um, and then, of course, like I said, a big part of my chart was, like, educating and influencing and inspiring and um, it was very earth related, so like healing. And I had a holistic wellness and nutrition practice. That was one of my first businesses. Oh damn! Um, and then, of course, I have a pharmacology background. No, 
sorry, none of this other stuff is actually my, like that I studied. So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, I like, it's almost like full circle for me right now. Cause mm-hmm. I'm coming back to this healing, inspiring, like, huh. and I just, it feels good. So it's, were there any businesses that you shut down or, or decided not to focus on? So my, the clinic was my first business and it did shut down because mm-hmm. I didn't have time for it. Once I started Macaron by Patisse, I tried to kind of give it off to somebody and train them. But the one thing you realize is that that healing innate ability doesn't come to everyone. Like you could train them, but it's, there is a lot of intuition that goes into Mm -hmm. it, right? Just like doctors, right? You go to a doctor, a lot of it is a process of elimination or the doctor's gut like, hey, that that might be like your pancreas or let me do this test, right? Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I just couldn't give it off. Um, But the rest of my businesses I've kept and they're still running, Um, but I also now know where I need to delegate, where I need to spend my time and where I want to focus long-term. So you, you've created the time to focus on the things that are more enjoyable because having multiple businesses, how would you have the time to learn a whole new skill and then actually take time and talk to people like us? Like, okay, you guys are a pleasure. I could talk to you all all day long. That wasn't hard. Thank you. No, I mean, but that's amazing. I, I would say most people are chasing that level of choice, right? Like we talk to couples all the time. And the biggest question is, you know, I hate my job, I, and that's why they really seek out real estate. It's I need something different than what I'm doing to get that time back or to have that love or enjoyment. But they don't necessarily enjoy real estate or want real estate. It's just that it, it vehicle. appears to be a vehicle of, of freedom. Yeah. And so as entrepreneurship is right, it appears to be a vehicle of freedom. And obviously, we have to create the systems and processes in our business so that it can be that. But it not it doesn't always. No. end up being what we think it is. Well, then that's just it, right? Entrepreneurship these days has become, again, a very sexy term. Um, and we realize that it's hard. It is a grind and a hustle every day. You guys doing this and setting this up, like this is time, energy, money. Like it is a lot. Like, yep. and I'm impressed, guys. I'm very impressed. Oh, uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna throw all of that <laughs> to uh, the Creators Collective because uh, we didn't do none of that. We have, that's true. we've had this podcast for two and a half years. And we've recorded more episodes being a part of the network than we've recorded in the previous years because consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Your time is money. Your mm-hmm. time is what's so valuable. And yep. the fact that you guys are taking out the time to do these things, I think just speaks volume. So I, you guys should totally be super proud of y'all selves because this is amazing. I'm very impressed. You I'm know, proud, I'm going to just put you, you in my pocket. I'm proud of you, Kevin. I'm proud of you, Aisha. <laughs> Thank you. you I'm going to put you in my pocket because <laughs> cool. you're like amazing. You're, oh. you're energy. So here's Thank a you. question that I have. Um, you have several businesses. Can you tell us a little bit about the businesses that you have? And I'm going to eat these macaroons yeah. on camera. <laughs> totally. Um, Macaron by Batiste. We started that um, eight years ago. We have multiple locations. We ship nationwide. Um, we were talking earlier. I was on Billion Dollar Buyer. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were uh, the premiere episode of that with Tillman Fertitta. So I that think was pretty I saw cool. that, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, my go. look big, claim to fame. A little big thing. You know, <laughs> special guest. No, it is a special. That is That's very special. And you like those kinds of shows, too. I do. I love it. And them. I like Tillman Fertitta. Um, from the books that I've read and the TV <laughs> that I've seen and the restaurants that I've eaten at and the hotels. Okay, yeah, I kind of dig yeah. him. Yeah, he's pretty cool, actually. And we knew him prior to the actual shows. So that was really cool. But the whole reality TV situation is 
<laughs> we talked about is, that. Is reality. It, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Is uh, a reality show in itself. Uh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. And like I said, I will never hate on Kim Kardashian again because she puts on a really good show for two hours a day. And I'm like, dude, you could, I could not do that. But yeah. it is, it's, um, and especially when you actually do have your own hustles. Yeah, like yeah. it's not like, I mean, I feel like if you're going to be a reality TV star, that's your job. That's your full-time job. Maybe that's why so and many people want that to just be their job instead of the well, actual job. And it probably have. should be, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we talked about this off-camera. I heard Kevin, you and Kevin talking about it off-camera. We had someone approach us about doing a show about real estate. Like, oh, yeah, black couple in real estate. Like, they're looking for that. I know some places that we can pitch. And I said, oh, Kevin, you want to do this? And he was like, no. And I, it took me a minute to come around to, I tried to convince him at first. And then I thought, you know what, you're right. I'd rather be popping in real life than like mm -hmm. popping on TV. Because yeah, that all of that, some of it is real, but most of it is scripted or not real and the struggle. And it that, and also like, yes, you might get a bit of that fame. And yes, there could be something that launches y'all. There could be like some great deals that come from it, but eventually that sizzles too. So what's mm -hmm. your foundation? Like, do you have something that you're gonna come back to? Cause yes, I'll tell you, after we aired, we got a gazillion phone calls and business was great and people mm -hmm. were coming in because they're like, we saw y'all on the show. Every time it re-airs, our online sales go crazy. That's great, but when it's not airing or when people aren't, mm -hmm. like what's my, like luckily I have a great foundation where the business is rolling in and, and doing see, fine. And see, if you didn't have a good product, people wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. Like, that's the other thing, right? They'd come in and be like, yeah, I saw it on TV, but they were crap. And like, we wouldn't get repeat <laughs> customers, right? So like, luckily, I mean, we have the whole package. So, you know, it works. So yes, macarons, it's like something that I take a lot of pride in. I think I'm known as like the macaron something queen, I'd like to say. Queen of the South. But like every I time like people it. do photo shoots and stuff, it's like there's always macarons incorporated. I'm like, and it is a huge part of my identity and I don't know what it would be like without it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but that's another thing that we struggle with as entrepreneurs, right? If you do have different revenue streams or different businesses. Who are you? Right? What do you do and how in the hell do you introduce yourself? Serial entrepreneur. Okay. Like, yeah. And I mean, that's the only thing I've okay. been able to say. Or a multi-passionate uh -huh. entrepreneur. And I it like is weird that. because we like to put ourselves into a box. And the reality is, is none of us exist in a box, right? You guys are realtors, your husband and wife. You guys have company entrepreneurs. You guys have children, your mother and father. Like, there's just, we have so many roles. Like, daughter-in-law, son-in-law. I mean, just there's so much. And so... I feel like it, it's kind of outdated now. I feel like we need to stop kind of creating this like box or feeling weird about it. Yeah. And I did feel weird about it initially. I'd be like, well, which which one of me do I introduce, right? right. No. I, I struggle, I definitely struggle with that. And I think it's because, you know, in America, we're trained to work a job, mm -hmm. right? And so when you identify yourself, you say, my name is Aisha, I'm an accountant. I am a professor. I am a thing right. that you were trained to be. Mm -hmm. And as entrepreneurs, specifically serial entrepreneurs, we're like, Lots of different yeah, things. Like, wh which hat am I supposed to wear right now? Yeah, no, I totally it's funny. Get it. Our business card had three businesses <laughs> on it for four different versions of the okay, card. Okay, how do you do that? Uh, I'm still figuring out. So if you guys figure it out, let me know like, because I'm like, I have um, a QR code on my business card now mm -hmm. and it connects to that like link tree yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yes. then it's like, Pick one. Like, like who, do you, who do you need? Yeah, do which, you which, need which version of me? Which number do you want to call today? Which website do you want to call? Yeah, it's wild. And I, I think that we're going to have to figure out a way to normalize this over time. Yeah. Because yeah. it is weird. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm Sukina. I mean, and you can't carry four business cards. It wouldn't make sense. It's like, we oh, you look for We cookies, tried all of that, though. We had we business cards for different businesses. Mm -hmm. And then we had one business card that said a bunch of stuff. And I was like, that's like too much. It had three logos on it. It did. I've done that. Like I 
I said, right now I'm at the QR code thing, which is pretty much the same thing, but it's like one logo instead mm. of the gazillion. Right. But it is. I mean, I think it's also the reality for a lot of entrepreneurs these days. We kind of like these multiple streams. We like to, I mean, yeah. if we're into it, we love it. And we don't stop at just that's one true. thing. And I think that that's awesome. Um, but yeah, we do need to figure out a way <laughs> to be able to be like, hey. Okay, so it's, it has not been figured out. It's official. Okay. We already, yeah. it's not been figured out. This bag looks delicious. I don't. Thank you. I haven't tried the cookies yet, but just the colors. Is it a cookie though? Huh? Is it a cookie? Is it macaroni? Pastry. Cookie? It's a pastry. It's a pastry. But we'll take cookies. Really? We'll take, yeah, it's a pastry. Really? It's this, this is like a tomato, 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 debate. tomato. <laughs> Men, women, it's just macaroon, macaroon. Do we really want to go there? No. So <laughs> it's don't. not. No, I'm macaroon, roan, ignorant. Okay. It's a pastry. It's not a cookie. No, it's a pastry because it's actually made with meringue and like an almond meal, so it's gluten free. Ours are only about fifty calories each. So they're really light. Really? Um, but you make the pastry portion, which are very temperamental, and then you make the filling, and then you put it together. Those are actual real images of our macarons. So actually, the other uh, company that I have is a packaging company, hence why my packaging is so beautiful. Ah. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on, we need like <laughs> we stuff. need all kinds of stuff. Okay, yeah. See, yeah. that's why you have to introduce all of your businesses when you're a business person because you don't know which one might hit. Right. But then, okay. how do you do that in your like thirty second elevator pitch now? That's true. All right. Well, you got more than thirty seconds. So <laughs> give, give us a list. Look, and Run them down. So we own custom, me and my brother. So my brother and I own this company. Okay. And then me and my brother also own custom retail packaging. All right. And so um, we do basically boxes, bags. We do a lot of jewelry, like jewelry, like cases with like the LED lights. We do mm -hmm. like sunglass Ooh. cases, watch cases, um, bags, boxes, shipping boxes, tissue paper. I mean, pretty much anything you need to like ship your product out or business cards, cards, flyers. I mean, everything. Um, when we did this, we went domestic initially. And then, of course, in being in the business for so long, we have boxes of six, a dozen, two dozen, three dozen, towers, gift boxes. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a lot. And so we went and shopped factories internationally ourselves. Mm -hmm. So now we have, like, great relationships with all these different manufacturers. And so um, we started doing it for our friends. And now it's like we have all of these clients. And it's awesome. But it's really cool to see people's vision come to a reality. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm South Asian, and my brother loves getting a good deal. So we always have really good prices. <laughs> He's, like, mean. He's really good at it. Um, so he deals with the crazy China times, mm -hmm. um, and I don't have to. I deal much more with, like, the design and, and client interaction. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, we do a ton of packaging, hence our beautiful bags. Um, and then I also am launching an athleisure brand, so, like, actual, like, pants and sweats. And like workout clothes yeah. that make girls look like yeah. sexy fine. Yeah, yeah. I love Might be like clothes. a wonder bra for a woman's ass, but hey, I'm going to try. Love. Um, he loves workout clothes. Can we get oh, samples yay. for Aisha? Uh, right. So I can look at her. And so I can actually work out. Oh, y'all are That's so true. cute. So yeah, it's going to be a motivational, like inspired brand. Um, I'm actually in business with someone who is my neighbor for like four years. He's awesome. Um, but he uses like acronyms and it's based on acronyms, which are going to be more of a community and living in an acronym is DBS. Like, don't be scared. And right. so we want it to be like something where people wear it, they feel inspired, they feel good, they, you know, and we're using bold colors. We actually um, just hired one of the designers that Lululemon uses. Oh. I know, guys, this is going to be amazing. So big people over here. So we're launching that soon. Um, and then, of course, I have my business coaching. So mm -hmm. along with all this reading stuff that goes and with it. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole. A different. I mean, it's honestly become, uh, it takes up a lot of my time. But I think. Because it fulfills me so much, it you feels so good. Like mm -hmm. when I was on the phone with y'all, it was a good couple hours, right? Yeah. But I didn't get off the phone feeling drained. Like if it was something else, I'd be like, oh, thank God that was over. <laughs> but I get off the phone lit. Like I'm like, this is <laughs> awesome. But you also give that energy over the phone. Like oh. I felt 
lit. I Good. felt inspired. I didn't feel like you would rush me off the phone. You know, folks go, hey, look, here your stuff. Um, you this, you this, uh, go to work. Stop it was, it was invigorating. Yeah. It was informative. It was very much like, okay, now I can now I can go out and approach the world. Good. And that's yeah. what I want. Because what's the point of you listening to me if you leave with no takeaways, right? And I think like that's one of my biggest things. Like I want it to be actionable. Like I don't want someone just giving me a crap ton of information that I can do nothing with. So I want to make sure you guys leave and you're guys, there's actionable steps. And you feel in, like I want to see you do good because if you do good, I feel good. Like, yeah. you know, I'm all about win-win. Like this is what the world's about. If people are thriving, you're thriving. Like I, I just don't see how this world can work if it's not that way. No, and so that it does. It lights me up. If you're lit, I'm lit. I'm like, this is great. It's like all like I'm lit. You're lit. You're lit. We yeah. all lit. So we're gonna we talk about lit. eating macaroons and then wearing workout clothes. <laughs> hey, these are only 50 calories each, guys. We're good. I, I pretty much live off of them. Not to say that I have a great body or anything, but you know, <laughs> you know. I'm try some cooks. Oh, Kevin. Try them. Do you, you, open you ready them? to start over? Hell no, I'm not starting. Okay, over. well then I'll try them. Yes, I, I can lick yours. Okay, you're not. Let me lick. You can take a tiny. You can take no one's gonna tell. I mean, it's personal integrity. I'm on whole camera. (laughs) No, I cannot have a cheat meal, but I can lick. No, that is not how that works. You won't be able to taste anything on a macaron if you just like, unless you do the filling, maybe. Okay, what do we have here? Oh, they're so pretty. Oh, Oh, you gotta show like, yeah. Hold on, hold on, bring it down. Oh, Oh, look at that. Uh oh. Oh man. <laughs> All right, and then of course, like our boxes have like the flavors on oh, the side and care see. instructions. See, we oh, like do it good. We do good. My goodness. Okay, can I touch yeah, it? Of course. Look. Okay, so I'll tell you the moment I saw the packaging in the box, and you said you had a packaging company. I was like, okay, <laughs> so I need to work on my branding. And we're talking about client experience we are. for it's both the real estate team and mm. for Park Street, the construction company. Yeah. And so, yeah. Everything happens the way it's supposed you to give, happen. Your packaging gives me all the feels. It God, does. Guys, we, I mean, I have so many more pictures for y'all. There's such good things that we've done. I am so um, excited. But yeah, and we help you design and do all of that stuff too. Like we cre- help you create a capsule. It. It's, that it's, looks amazing. And my brother's a great graphic designer. So you know, like we literally made these macarons look like they were falling, but they're legit, the macarons that are right there. That is cool. Yes, Kevin, it's a real deal. Guess which one I'm going to try first. He knows me so well. Oh, let's see. This one. Read, read, no, no, read no. The, oh, that one. Yeah, you better believe it. Yeah, Fruity but pebbles? you like teal too. She, no, no wait. she likes uh, sprinkles. Like sprinkles. Oh, there's usually birthday cake, uh, but that's birthday not cake. Cake. But that there one's fruity pebbles. That oh, one's fruity pebbles. pebbles. The birthday cake, I'll get you guys for the next round. Yeah, I was gonna say. So we have pistachio. Cake. There's salted caramel, lemon, lavender, white chocolate, fruity pebbles, and raspberry. Okay, so yeah. this is totally not scripted. This is not reality TV. This I is know. A podcast. So if you, it has to be like a real reaction to that. So pretty. I don't want to eat. That's what I love about macarons too, is that they're so pretty that you don't really want to eat it. You know, thank you. I take a lot of pride in how they look too. And it is weird. We do a lot of like these shows or whatever. And people, we have these beautiful towers and people are like, we don't want to touch it. I'm like, no, but I really need you to eat these. I need you to try it. Yeah. Which, which one is the healthiest? Mm. They're all only about 50 calories each. Okay. So do the caramel. Yeah. It's so good. So how is something that tastes this good? 50 calories because it's egg whites um. almond meal and i'm crazy stickler about the sugar clearly with my health background mm-hmm. so yeah and Listen. we make our caramel in-house we make everything in-house guys except Definitely for like fresh caramel the nutella we don't make our own nutella we okay. just use Is it straight out nutella the in this? not in that one but Listen. there's a hazelnut nutella flavor that we have but yeah the caramel we make in-house we make it from scratch the lemon curd the raspberry curd like everything's made in-house i have a i have a confession Mm-mm. every macaroon She's ever had me try, I've never liked. I like this <gasps> a lot. Thank you. And I don't 
I don't. And, and you're not saying that just because we're here, not, right? No. Okay. And see, most of them, they're always hard. These aren't hard. Oh, you want to know why? Because wow. macarons have the shortest shelf life of any pastry in the history mm. of time. So if they're more than a day old and you start to feel that crunch, it's because you got stale macarons. So the mm. only reason I think we do well is because we go through so many. So they're fresh every day. And I think this that makes a delicious. world of a difference. Like you should get the crisp eggshell like exterior, but nice, soft, chewy interior. Okay, That's this it, baby. completely off topic. Um, Odom's birthday. You want to get her those? You got to get her like a 24 pack. She loves totally. macarons. Done. And then <laughs> have Jessica put them on a cake. Um, okay. Let's talk about that off camera. Look at how slowly <laughs> I'm eating my macaroon. Oh, you want to know why? That's it, baby. You want to know why? Because I'm That's savoring really each and every bite, right? So That's really, let me watch have me a work. Bite of yours. No. Oh, you know what? Because it's really good. Oh, but now I feel Sorry. like you should have had a bite of the salted caramel. I mean, we have the box. No, no, I don't like oh, caramel. Shit. Oh, you don't? It, Kevin, don't curse. It tastes like a that real tastes like pebble. fruity pebbles. I mean, it is fruity pebbles. No, it tastes like like eating <laughs> a bowl of cereal. I feel like I'm in Willy Wonka. This you know is fifty. This is fifty calories of that means pebbles. I can have another. But honestly, right? Like it feels like you have a couple of those after dinner, and you've got you've hit your sweet tooth. I feel like you I you want to try one. Oh my god, do you want one? <laughs> oh, try this fruity pebble one. Yeah, you got to try the fruity pebble one. Come, come get one. Wait, he said you want to wait. You got to wait. Okay. I'm sure okay, there's other stuff we have to talk here, about. Here. Oh my can god. We, can we put the thing That was so good. I'm how so do we glad. how do we like I want We I already would, saw it. I would just want people to see it. It's so Aww. pretty. Okay. Yeah. And it tastes so Can we get more fruity pebbles? No, we can get you a, just send and that and we birthday cake. Them. I need to get you guys birthday cake too. I that's because oh. I feel like you'd like, yeah. How do you know that? Well you he said sprinkles and then Listen, anything birthday cake, I'm eating it. Ice cream, specifically cake cake. Oh, so we do. We make a gelato, by the way, which and we make a birthday cake gelato, which is bomb. So has macarons in it. I know, and I make like I've learned how to do it. All my recipes. How did this? How did this podcast turn into how delicious these macarons are? Because you introduce food. Oh my god. We just need wine. Where's the wine? (laughs) I know Uh, bubbles. Bubbles and macarons, best combo ever. That's a whole event. That is a whole event. Bubbles and macarons. That is. Okay. Realtor event it at is. the model house. Ooh. Sponsored. Okay. Okay. We're doing oh. it. <laughs> we have all oh. the great ideas. Oh my God. Those Y'all are, are so cute. I'm sorry. We are seriously. I'm okay, sorry. That's enough. I love sweets. I do. Like. And I'm, you're doing this. My, my advice like, is sugar. Yeah. I mine is probably too. Yeah. I don't. I'm going to advocate like for that. you starting over though. Yeah. 50 calories. It, it doesn't matter. It said stick to a diet, no cheat meals. This doesn't count as a cheat meal, and this could be a part of my diet today. That's a cheat snack. No. No. Crickets. I don't, don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> I, look. I need to jump on board. I'm like talking shit, but I probably should be on the 75 day. Eat those With first. macaroons um, from Sakinas. <laughs> we, need to text, <laughs> we need to text people to like meet us at the house to eat those. We get, why don't we? You have a place, right? Like yeah. We can go to it. No, yeah. I'm talking about tonight, right now. Oh, we're gonna share them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you eat a bunch of them? Uh, like do you want the, the honest time? answer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like eight years later, you would think I would stop. No, I still eat like six a day, half a dozen a day. But you're like super skinny. Oh, you're so. Oh, you're. I love you guys so much. Okay, we love you, babe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish. But like I said, 50 calories. So I mean, I eat a box. That's not that bad of a, a box. 
Like, I'll, we have a box of six, yeah? So, Kino. So I'll take them home. I, I, it's funny, because, like, for the longest time, I would eat the ones that were, like, cracked or someone. I'm like, oh, you're yeah. not the throw. Ones. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to throw these away. Like, they're good. Um, and so I never really got a chance to, like, enjoy them. And then one day, like, of course, I think I get invited to parties, so I, like, bring them. I, <laughs> honestly. Like, for a while, I was like, do people really want me to bring them, or do I look cheap bringing my own product, right? No. So I once... First dinner party, I took like these chocolates and like a bottle of bubbles, and literally the hostess was like, "Where's the, the macaroons?" macaroons. And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't want to bring them because I didn't." And she's like, well, "I didn't order dessert because I thought you were gonna bring them." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'll be right back." Um, no, but I think I get invited, but people are just like, when I come to the door, I think they're looking at my hand to see if I have a bag. Like, it's really kind of sad. You want to come to a I'm birthday party, <laughs> a Christmas party, <laughs> Valentine's, <laughs> our wedding anniversary? Which one do, would you yeah, like so to attend? All of the above. Um, but yeah, I definitely, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but parties, eating macarons. Oh yeah, finally had macarons at a party and I got to enjoy them with bubbles. Like I, cause it's also, mm-hmm. if I take them, I don't feel like I should be eating my own product at someone else's house either. Really? Well, isn't that weird? Like you okay. take something and then you eat it. I don't know, but I did have it. I'm like, why don't I do this more often? Like I don't get to like savor them. So mm-hmm. in the past couple years, I've made it a point to be like, I'm going to take, like I'll eat the cracked ones, but I also will take home like a box and actually like enjoy them. Because, you know, life is too short. Yeah, I'm thinking of events with macaroons. Like, how many different Listen, events can I host with macaroons? if you could see my mind with the colors. Well, colors, but also we can actually print logos on them. So we've done, like, company. Like Closing GE. gift over. <laughs> yeah, you can it's put their over. names. I, we do a lot of closing gifts, actually, for people where they'll do the family's name and then the picture of the house on the other side. Like, What's it's really the lead cute. Time? Three to five business days. Oh, man. Oh, but they got to be fresh. And then That's my closing gets pushed back, and then it's three days later, That's and I true. give you some crunchy you ass Well, so the good thing about these is if you get them, you can freeze them right away. And okay. then when you give them, they're fresh for, like, them for the next two days. So you're That good. makes sense. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You just have to let us know. Be like, go ahead and, like, fresh freeze them for us, and I'll do that. So that just in case if you're not so going to use them right away. So you take it, and then. Yeah, okay. exactly. We gotta I got have you guys a macaroon covered. podcast. This is the macaroon podcast, clearly. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. That was not okay. the intention of the podcast no, at I mean, all. That However, was a whole wild card thanks. that we had no, oh man. That's what happens when you taste good And macaroons. I got fruity pebbles all in my mouth. It's like a burst It is good. I'm going to give that one to him, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. No, I can't eat anymore. Okay. But they are really you are good. You are doing so good. That's why he was like, we should invite people, so I'm not tempted. <laughs> no, look, because I'm, I turned 35 in August. I Happy want to be in the best birthday. shape. Thank you. Thirty-five is a good, good year, good time. Good. We're going to Hawaii. Yeah. I've never been to Hawaii. She's never been either. I haven't either, actually. And every time I've wanted to go, something's happened. So you guys will have to let me know. How it the goes. only reason we're going to Hawaii is her passport is out of date, and she has not it, renewed it. It can easily be renewed. You guys have till August. You guys can renew the passport. I already bought the plane. Okay. Here. Well, then we're good. You know how I am. We're good. You know how I am. Yeah. I do she actually. I do. I do like, actually. We're, we're I should like keep it simpatical. out. <laughs> so I'm. Um, I'm curious. What's this episode about? Like, what are we gonna title it? We were gonna title it "Chi Man Readings." Yeah, but that's not enticing because what if you don't know what a Chi Man reading is? Okay. So then we gotta ideas. figure it out. Like right now. Maybe like, what are your strengths? Or are you on the macaroons right and magic? No, it's not magic. Is it magic? It is not magic. Uh, It could be your astrology chart and your future, your astrology, and I don't know. There's it could be macaroons and manifestation. <gasps> oh, bomb. Because this Done. is what I do. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so <laughs> that was so good. Thank macaroons. you. Maybe I need to have, I want something like that. I want, I want like a. You can have he it. has a whole podcast now. You can have a whole event. 
Yeah. Oh shit! We should do Stop like a, a vision board party with macaroons. <laughs> now we're trying to theme events yeah. and parties around, around macaroons. macaroons. Around and macaroons. macaroons. Dude, vision boards are actually kind of cool, but like you, there's a science to doing them too. By the way. Oh. So that means everybody's been doing it wrong. All <laughs> well, your little vision board parties you've been having is wrong. Well, other than you not having macaroons there, obviously. There we go. But no, like there should be placement, like just kind of like a feng shui map. Your board should be like feng shui too, because sometimes we put mm -hmm. so much energy into like the business section or family section or mm -hmm. like all the material things that we want and there's actually like a way to lay out your vision board so that it's like balanced so if you have so much on the on like your business side it balances off on the other side like you kind of like can watch it and like make sure you have this nice feng shui mm -hmm. it's not just about plastering pictures on your board <laughs> yeah but all the vision boxes so let me ask I've you have been plastered pictures yeah that's do not you do you believe in feng shui like a hundred percent i believe in energies okay. i believe some people have great vibes mm -hmm. i think some people have a dampened vibe um <laughs> i think that sometimes just a small shift in your house can make a huge difference i'll give you an example i live in a high rise and i face downtown like a beautiful like floor to ceiling windows and i used to have my desk because i didn't really work from home for a long time like i was kind of everywhere until 2020 COVID happened um and so my desk used to face my wall like you know it was like a pretty mirror desk and I was like, something just doesn't feel right. Like for me, at least I was intuitive enough. And what I did is I kind of shifted it so that it looks out the window and I'm like yeah. not looking at a wall. And honestly, like I feel like it changed things. Like my inspiration's better. I'm a little bit more creative. I feel like I get more work done. I think we also talked about achievement, right? Like we have our own directions. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think that's where kind of feng shui comes up too. And I say this and I the way I explain it, which I think I used for you guys too, is that if you have your cell phone and you go to different parts of your house, you have a different connection, right? Mm -hmm. A different signal, a different reception mm -hmm. amount. And I think also like the way that you sleep or the way that you're positioned when you're manifesting or when you're working, if you wanna be more creative or whatever, there is a certain direction where you have a stronger signal to mm -hmm. the source or the universe or the creator or God or whoever you wanna call mm -hmm. it. And so I think that if you look at your achievement chart, it tells you, and so then you're like, okay, let me try that. And I do feel like it's made a difference. And I don't, I'm not one of those people, I'm a very empirical based person, so I don't like to just believe stuff. And I definitely don't let my mind, I think, make myself believe things. I literally test it, and you, we know this, right? Sometimes if we can't fall asleep, we switch directions. And mm -hmm. now you're like, oh, that was so much better. Um, so I do believe in feng shui in some certain aspects. I think a cluttered house, for example, is part yeah. of feng shui. If shit is cluttered everywhere, your mind's cluttered. If your mind's cluttered, that you're not, true. you know what I mean? And I think that if you have a clean space, things are organized, things are placed in a certain way, it does activate a certain amount of energy. Yep. No, that's true. Yeah. We uh, need a feng shui consultant at our house. No, we don't. We just yes, need to clean our house. We do. <laughs> we just. I mean, okay, so. It gets clean, the cleaner comes. My feng shui is not better. Because that's because we need to organize more. our house after we clean it. Yeah, that's what I said, feng shui. Can you pay somebody to just come in yeah, and do there it? Are, yeah, there are actually feng shui consultants. Little things also like adding plants, right? Like we know flowers make us happy. I mean, as women, mm -hmm. we like mm -hmm. to see fresh flowers in the house all the time. But you know, even having a living plant, like it's great for your air. There's a reason for all this stuff, right? It's not just like my made grandmother up. used to it's say. It's like that. the air that you're breathing. There's a plant. It's producing oxygen. It's taking some of their carbon dioxide. Sometimes we don't really think about the science aspects, but they're there. We just yeah. don't think about them. Or you know, making sure that there's natural light in your place. Yeah. Or you know, just little things like that. Colors. There's such thing as color therapy, right? Like That's some true. people mm -hmm. do very well wearing. I mean, we're all wearing black today but um and we did we not plan that on camera <laughs> slimming. Slimming. i didn't know i was gonna Ish. be on camera guys so that was i mean fine. and you just came looking amazing there you, you go did. i did, did the red lipstick guys 
Um, <laughs> red lipstick does wonders. It just like, again, for me, right? That's an elevation thing for me. It's like, it, if I want to go from like drab to like wake up, throw on some red lipstick. That works for me. I put on a suit for me. There you yep. go. What's your thing? What is my thing? Black? Uh, no. <laughs> Blazer? Eyelashes. Oh. oh, yeah. There are no eyelashes right now, but everybody knows when, eyelashes. When you do eyelashes, you, yeah. you feel like. That is true. Oh, I love that you know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's pretty good. But see, I, for me, I'm very much like you. Um, energy, things like that. And I've never, I've never had to categorize it in a certain way. I always equate it to how I think. So, like, when my house is dirty, I can't see. And I, I'm like, I can't see. The house right. has to be clean for me to be able to see because I can't see what's next if it's dirty or direction of the house, right? Which is funny. We have a good friend of ours who has the same house as us in our neighborhood, but it faces a different direction. Her house energy is much different than ours. Mm -hmm. Our house faces east to west. Even though it's, a, yeah, it's the same floor plan and everything. Yeah. Her yeah. house faces north to south. So... In the daytime, our house is super bright, but I picked the lot specifically because of that. Because the sun and rises you know it and it sets. Exactly. Yeah, and some people need it. Some people don't need it as much. I think obviously you're very attuned to your mm -hmm. environment, and environmental energies affect you a lot more. Yeah. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, for some people, it's not really about that. They can kind of shift little things around them, and it can work. Some people are hardcore, like they need like a crystal on their table, and you know. And yeah. I mean, yes, everything has energetics. It's just about how in tune you are to all of those things. But with real estate definitely like I think like a lot of people, there's actually consultants around the world including the guy that I trained with or trained from um, in Singapore Malaysia he gets asked to go to places like Dubai Singapore for high-rises hotels mm -hmm. because these developers are like hey is this like in a good place are we facing the windows the right way should we have a garden looking on this way like your views too right if you're looking outside mm -hmm. your house and you're seeing I mean I live in the city so if you look outside some of these townhomes, you see all those power cords. Yeah. And I've always been like, you know, people are like, well, that's what you get for living in the city. I'm like, but yeah, do I want it in my bedroom or would I rather have it in a room that I probably won't look out that window as much? It's funny. Right? We had a, so we, we did a renovation on a beautiful bungalow in, um. East downtown. East Edo. Edo yeah. And just booming right now. It was, I mean, it was very nice. And it was the first time I had heard about the feng shui because the agent, the, the people who were looking to buy the house are like, we love this house, but the front door and the back door are aligned. were aligned. Because enter, things will just go through. It's, it yeah. flows. Things and will go through. That was the very first time I had under I had heard that. And then I took a luxury real estate class, and it talked about how important feng shui is in you know the luxury space. Even so far as there used to be where you would open a door and the stairway would be right there, mm -hmm. and now they have the little landing and then mm -hmm. the stairway. So now when I'm walking into houses and model houses, I see that there's a land there's a door. There's a landing and then there's a stairway, but not like directly a stairway. Right, at because the door. then there's not, there's not like that welcoming feeling. There's not that, yeah, I mean, guys, whole new business for y'all. I just think, oh, like, uh, because, like, oh, whole new business for you. So also, <laughs> I was like, you're the yeah. serial entrepreneur. But no, but like, that would be really cool, right? Because people want to know that. They want to know the feeling. What can you change about it? Especially if they're developing homes. I think you guys yep. could be really great. It's funny. I think we naturally put it into the homes that we end up building anyway, mm -hmm. just because I designed them. I have so many things that I naturally think about. Because you're intuitive like that. It matters to you and your That's energy. True. Like the house that the feng shui was off from the front and back door, the purpose of that was line of sight. So it was a very small house, but the house felt bigger because when you look through the front door, we built a back deck with a green wall. So you see the green space from the front Got door. It. Um, now, understanding feng shui, now yeah. mm -hmm. I would just move the door over so to the right. Yeah. Yeah. But the windows, because it was a three pane like window wall uh, with the door in the middle. 
it was a custom built door. I could have just moved the door over to right, the Right, and kept the windows there to still keep that open space, but yeah. it doesn't feel like energy is going to completely just wipe your house out. No. Yeah, I mean, and people that are pretty hardcore about that stuff, they're pretty hardcore about it. I mean, I feel like I'm much more just personally intuitive. Like, if something feels good, something feels good. But I've also made a lot of business deals, relationships, things like that, based on that gut feeling. Like, you know, it's like sometimes numbers all work, everything mm -hmm. looks good, but then there's like, yeah, there's something off about this person. Like, mm -hmm. I just, you can't pinpoint it. Logically, it sounds like a good deal. I should do it. Yep. But I've learned now over time that, you know what, that gut, that Trust intuition, it. yes. Yes, and I used to be so cerebral about it. I'd be like, no, but the numbers make sense, and he has this experience, and this should work. But when you actually take the cerebral element out and you start to focus on your intuition and building that out, you realize that your gut tells you so much more than you ever imagined. There Which, is so much I wanted to, oh, there's so much I want to dissect about that. Why and can't you? No, I'm not saying that we can't. I'm just saying, like, in business, because most people that watch our podcasts are, you know, in business or looking to be in real estate, and that gut aspect of it, of I, it's just interesting to hear you say that because there's the numbers, yep. and mm -hmm. then there's the and then there's the gut, and we do that. We do that in what we do, right? There's the numbers, and then there's the gut that tells us like this is still good. And the gut is not something you can teach someone. Right. You can't train someone, that's the other thing, right? People can watch seminars or you know they wanna be entrepreneurs and they can look at all of the numbers, but if they don't have a strong instinct or the gut, it's harder for them. There's much more resistance in being successful, right? Because yeah. you're just focusing on this one aspect, but there's a whole other aspect that's undefined. Mm. And really, how do you train someone? And see, Aisha's made me better in this because I would go past the the stop signs, you know what I mean? The gut feelings that say don't do it because the numbers would work or I want it to be successful. Right, you just and want it so bad that you're like, I'm just gonna do it. Exactly, so now she's like, no. She's like, because we've gone through so many bad experiences, she's like, if it don't feel right, don't do it. There were so many deals that, um, that I it, that it, that, that it wasn't feel. in my gut. It didn't feel right, and he and was very confident about it cerebrally. So he was confident mm -hmm. about it cerebrally. I wasn't in my gut, and then it showed that the gut was right and the cerebral wasn't. And so I think we are extremely lucky because we have that connection. Both of you, yes. yes, yes. So say, talk about that and talk about how um, our charts kind of complement yeah, each yeah, yeah. other. I mean, I don't remember all the details now, so excuse me for that. But no, you no, guys no. generally did have a lot of the compliments in terms of like sensitivities, mm -hmm. emotional like connection. There was also like this cerebral aspect where you were like, I'm gonna go just go get this. And she's like, I don't know how I feel about this, but that's where the communication comes in. Also knowing what the end goal for both of y'all is, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you guys aiming for? What What's your end goal what's yeah. your you know how are you going to get there and is there a way that you guys can get there together mm -hmm. aligned versus getting there in a weird pattern so um y'all did compliment each other really well i mean i don't remember much of the her, coolest so. thing about the experience with you and and you do a really good job of giving all the feels when you when you read out the charts but um it informs the future decisions right so mm -hmm. you were like Okay, your energy will define. You can change. Let the, me give an example. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so so she said to me in my chart, it was you're gonna have to protect your energy this year. 
right? Oh, that's her favorite fucking word. And then yeah. Kevin, <laughs> and then for Kevin, you said. Now remember, we had these individual sessions. For Kevin, you said you can control the energy in the room. You have to be, you have to be cognizant of the energy because you can change energy, the energy yeah. in a room. And I'd be damned if Kevin don't come in here with a funky ass attitude and change the energy in a room. And it would be two things. It would be one, I can identify like Kevin. You, you know, you remember what Sakina said, now it's a threat. You remember what Sakina said about your ability to change energy or me walking away say, I got to protect my energy. Sakina yeah. told me I have to protect my energy and I need to walk away from this situation. To the point where he's even said like, you know what? She said that my energy can change the room. So I'm going to change my energy. And he consciously changed his energy. And, and only when because I tell we you, knew that. When I tell you it's been so beneficial when I'm, when I, make the decision to do it in a positive way, right? Down to like in the bedroom or anything like, you know what? She's like, look, I ain't feeling you tonight. And I'm like, okay, let me change my energy. And I come back a different way and now we having sex. Oh, right. Like, <laughs> but we're married, it's, it's a real thing. This is but, the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast, yeah. but somehow but you always talk about us having sex. I, I mean, really that's healthy. Like that. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of husbands who don't like their wives. I like my wife. Okay, so. I like that. But uh -huh. no, so. I know, right in business like with people it's it's helped inform my decisions like you were even talking about okay well there'll be some challenges or whatever i'm a i'm a yin metal fire okay did i say that right I, probably i don't remember okay. now but so uh, uh, you were saying that the fire refines the metal yang so metal I, oh, yang yang yeah, metal. yeah 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 you have to go through the fire to like really like polish yourself yeah so and if now, you don't go through as much you're just never going to reach your potential so it's like kind of like a you pick your but when I, when I come to challenges, I can recognize it now and go, oh, well, I'll make, this is just this supposed is to refine me. me. Yeah. yeah. But it changes my, and then put that with the energy. I go into it lit. I'm like, hey. It changes your perspective yeah. on the challenge, right? Like, okay, this is a challenge. Oh, yeah, this is meant to refine me. Not like, this is a challenge. Oh, my God, this is the end of the world. This sucks. Like, how am I ever going to get through this? It's like, okay, this is meant to refine me. What am I, how do I refine from it? Right, and how am I up-leveling through this experience, for sure. And I think, like, using that energy, I think I'm so proud of you for doing this, by the way. But think about how beneficial it is on a business part, right? Someone comes in, they want to look at a house, or they want to, whatever it is, it's like you go in there and you're kind of, like, pushing out and you know not even realizing sometimes that you have a bad vibe to you people can are perceptive right and I was just saying I'm like when you can go in and you're like positive and feeling it and you know even if they're not all of a sudden they're in a better mood they're like oh shit I came after a long day of work I'm exhausted I don't even want to see this house and yet you're there and now they're like man this house feels really good we had our friends here um that were guests on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and one of our friends he was exhausted he was frustrated and he was hungry and when they came and met up with us, they weren't even supposed to be guests on the podcast that day. And, and we met, and I was like, hey, man, what's wrong? You know, whatever. He's like, man, I'm tired. I'm hungry. You know, whatever. I ordered some food. And by the time we got to just like me concentrating, cognizant to, to bring energy to the room, his energy changed. I talked about the stuff he liked to talk about. Like, his whole energy changed, and it became a much better experience. Mm -hmm. And then we had the food. So once he ate, he was like, on a hundred, yeah. but it was a conscious decision, so. And that's just it, so much of life, and this is what I love about the Batsi, the Chim, and all of this, is it, it still provides you with a choice, 
right? Mm-hmm. It's not, and we said this earlier on, where it's not fortune telling. I'm not like here, like, oh shit, you're doomed. Like this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You, what you're told is this is what it is. Now you have a choice on how you want to play this. Like how are you going to do it? Now it's up to you. You could sit there and be like, man, life sucks, and I'm just going to be in a bad vibe, and I'm going to stay that way, or you can choose to like go ahead and lean into making things better, right? And it comes down to that element of you have a choice every moment. You either choose faith or you choose fear, right? You can lean into either one of those and which one are you gonna lean into? Mm -hmm. And when I say faith, it doesn't have to be like a religious faith, but a faith in what you believe in, a faith in where you wanna go. And um, that conscious decision and that conscious choice, I think changes people's lives because I think oftentimes we're such victims in this day and age. It's like, and I'm honestly tired of hearing that like, well, why does this always happen to me? And I just have terrible luck and nothing goes right for me. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, with that attitude. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I don't like that energy. Let me leave. That's my, that's, <laughs> gotta protect protect mine. Energy. I gotta protect my energy. Let me get out of here. Well, and for you to protect it is important because it does affect you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like the reason why I said protect for you is because people's energy does affect you and you don't want someone else's whatever baggage to mess up your like mojo, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just, but becoming cognizant of it, knowing everything is a choice. I think choice is like the key word. And I think it's like my word of the year because I'm like, everyone has a choice. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, it literally the choices you make define your life. You just keep making these micro decisions and you end up where you want to be. Even if you don't think that's where you ultimately were going, right? Like you keep choosing to Focus on the negative, you know, every day is a bad day. You end up with more bad days than good days. Absolutely, and the choices then add up like you were just saying, and I think that ultimately we live in a world of choice and habit, and habits are hard, but in order to change them, like you said, there are those micro choices that you make to create a really great habit, and that then therefore allows you to find success or not. And then the last part of that really is to trust and surrender, right? When you are confident in the choices that you're making, when you're making them from a good place or a positive place or a place where you're like, yeah, this this feels right, then when things aren't going right, you can still trust and surrender that you made the decision that you felt was right. You made the choice that was right, rather than being like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Well, yeah, you probably weren't really thinking you weren't really in tune, you weren't really aligned. It's you probably didn't why follow didn't, the gut. So yeah. it didn't kind of work. But if you find yourself in an aligned position, make a choice, and then things kind of don't work out exactly the way you imagine, or they're not, the timing isn't right or whatever, that's when your faith comes in, right? You lean into the faith, you trust, you surrender, you let the universe do its thing, because ultimately the universe wants to give you good. Like, y'all are great people. Why would you anything bad want to happen to you, right? I love it. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. So tell people where they can reach you. Um, if anything you. you said, look, <laughs> if anything you said resonated with them, whether it was these beautiful macaroons and how delicious they were, or just how you've given given <laughs> us this enlightenment for you know us and our life and our business. Aww. Um, well, I to be honest, I didn't even have like a personal Instagram page up until literally. 2020 so they can find me on sweet sukana because that's what i've had forever just never used it sweet sweet s-w-e-e-t-s-u-k-a-i-n-a sweet sukana sweet sukana and so you can dm me on there i also have a website sukanarajani.com which is my name um and that's still being like refined and worked on but otherwise macaron shops you can find me there i'm pretty much everywhere so you'll find a way to find me true 
Well, we thank you for coming to uh, bring us macaroons. <laughs> I mean, you and, just brought all the energy. I mean, I, manifestation and, and macaroons. I love that yes. so much. I feel like I need to do something with that. No, we, we will do it's something yours. together. <laughs> it belongs to you. So thank you so much oh for joining God, us. Oh my God, guys, it's my pleasure. This was so easy and Which so great. Which one is this one? Oh my this one. This one. Almond. Ooh. So we do, we have 24 flavors, guys, and we do seasonal ones. And right now for Easter, we have little bunnies coming up. And Where's so y'all the shop kids. at? Yeah, they're Give them the cute. location of the shop. Um, our main flagship location is West Gray and Shepherds or River Oaks. Oh, yeah. Um, we've been there for eight years. We have a little kiosk in the Galleria, and we also have a shop in the Woodlands in Hughes Landing. Oh, we're right down the street. Okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. Totally. Like we'll right go there. get some for the kids. Which is why yeah. you're like, yeah, great. I'm like. Macarons all the time. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for having me. For the children, because I'm on a 75-day. For the children. I'm going <laughs> to join you. Except for mine will be, I will give myself, since since we know they're 50 calories, I can go, like, really, really good, and then two macaroons as a treat. Not right. you, me. Okay. So <laughs> this has been the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And we out. Yep.